now it's time to be educated and entertained by the country's most famous environmental scientist, Joey Diaz Research Grizzly Man, Wolves and Birds of Prey. He continues to travel all across America to bring you the very best that nature has to offer. Be ready to be amazed. Here's your host, Joey B. Hello and welcome to Joey B. Outdoor Science and Nature. Man, do I have the coolest job. I travel all across America to bring you the very best that nature has to offer. Well, today's show, I am not traveling far because I am headed out to my raised bed garden. Recently, someone asked me, okay, so why do you have raised beds? Well, it takes a little planning and sweat to build a raised bed garden, but the benefits are definitely worth it. Last year, which was my first year on the farm, I built a raised bed mostly due to the amount of time I had. If I had more time, I would have built more beds. But so far this spring, I built another raised bed with one more to come. So let's discuss the advantages of having a raised bed garden. On my large raised bed, and I have three different sizes, and I will discuss all those, why I built them in different sizes in a little bit. I built a seat around the larger one. This helps with the first advantage weeding your garden. So, no need to bend down. You know, again, maybe you may be up in years. Maybe you have a bad back. No problem. Um, With the little bench and see, here's the cool thing. Um, And I would suggest this. And YouTube and watch a number of people build their gardens and how they build their gardens. And then take notes and then make the garden, so to speak, your own and your design your own because you get to do that. And one of those last Uh, reasons about having that bench. I personally have vertigo. I can't bend to the ground because sometimes I bend to the ground and the world is just spinning in circles. So I get to sit on that bench and I get to weed my garden. Well, the second advantage is you get to choose the soil type and the amendments you're going to put in your garden. People are going, amendments? Well, what's that? The things you get to add, and I'll give you two names, bumper crop, And another one is green sand. Yes, I said green sand. And people are going, are you crazy about that? Are you seeing colors? No, yes, there is green sand. And on another podcast show about raised bed gardens, I spoke about the advantages of using green sand. Well, you can go back and listen to that one, but don't go there now because there's so much good stuff here right now that you need to know about making a raised bed garden. Well, when you're filling the bed, let me say that this is back-breaking work, and it really is, but this is the time you hire a local high school kid or a local college kid who's looking to make a dollar or two, and it will make your life easier. And again, I do recommend this because once you find someone locally in the area who's looking to make a couple bucks, a younger person, number one, you're getting them out and they may get into the gardening sense or, hey, maybe it's your hedges one day you need clipped um, and have them either do it for you or help you. It will make your life easier. So each year you can add the compost and that's part of the soil amendments. Um, I already took my, because I built my compost bins a year ago when I built that first uh, raised bed, I have already put the compost into it. So yearly I will actually dump it in in the fall it's really late winter you find one of those warmer days and i did and the compost is already inside there and here's another great advantage with the soil 
If you live in a region where the soil is very sandy or clay, you get to change the rules of the game because you get to put a quality soil into your raised bed. The third advantage is the soil will warm up earlier in the season, which means you could plant your crops a little earlier. Makes sense. Hey, it is still March right now, and I will be planting my lettuce crops this week. My favorite lettuce is arugula. My second favorite lettuce, which is real close, is romaine lettuce. And I have the two colors, the green and the red. And they will be planted this week. And in about a month, I will be harvesting every day for my salad, fresh salad from the garden. I love fresh salads. And this show is brought to you by Ramsey Outdoor Stores. Whether you shop online or at one of the stores, your experience will successfully gear you up for your next adventure. Go to RamseyOutdoor.com. Now, the next advantage I call slug control. Yes, slugs, they can climb. But some will choose not to make up, you know, think about this, to them climbing up the raised bed side is a gargantuan mountain. See, I always want a couple use use a couple different words, and that's one of those words. And for those slugs that decide to venture into my garden, right on the edges all the way around, I put a little diatomaceous earth. And on that previous podcast show, I speak about that as well. And you can buy diatomaceous earth at your local local garden center. I also put a little bit around each plant as extra protection. The fifth advantage is soil drainage. Think about this. When you get those like major downpours, specifically late summer, um, those thunderstorms that just seem like they're never going to stop, well, you will get ponding in your garden. Well, because you've built a great soil profile, you will get great drainage, so you're not going to get oversaturation in your garden. Your plants will love you for this. So now let me explain to you why I have three different raised beds size-wise and depth-wise. My large one I spoke about, the it's eight feet by four feet, and I will put inside of there, you say, okay, so what are you going to grow in there? Well, I'm going to add in there my chili peppers, my eggplant, and my summer squash. Those are plants that don't grow real high. Um, I can, so to speak, pack them in a little bit tighter, and I do. And I get this great yield. Which, hey, think about this. Last year was my first year. And I got a great yield from the crops because of the soil, because of the amendments I put in, and because of the other advantages I just explained to you. Now... I just built a four by four raised bed, which will become a plethora. See, words I've just wanted to use, so I get to use that one. Uh, It's a plethora of strawberries. I love strawberries. I want to develop a strawberry patch and have this patch mat across the top of, and that will take a year or two, to mat across the top of that four by four. And some of them, because strawberries use runners, some actually will hang over the edges. So there's extra strawberries more than just the four by four. You can also in, add into this a couple vegetable plants if you choose to. And also, don't forget about adding flowers. Flowers add beauty to the garden, but they also attract pollinators. 
So by attracting pollinators are helping your vegetable plants. Now, the third raised bed I am building is eight by four. And you go, well, let me build another one. But this one's only 10 inches off the ground. This one is for my larger crops, such as corn, and a few tomato plants. See, tomatoes tend to be like jack in the beanstalk when you're using great soil. Even if you use a determinate size, because there's determinate and into, uh, indeterminate plants, they grow beyond whatever the instructions on the seed packet or your nurseryman or woman you're buying a plant from, they grow beyond in quality soil. I will also grow my sunflowers and my Mexican sunflowers, which are a smaller one, but they are, the plant will grow probably six, eight, ten feet tall. So that's why I put them in the lower bed garden. Now, I've built the gardens. Next, I will add wood chips around the paths to the gardens to prevent weeds. So the first thing I put down is some landscape fabric you can buy at your local nursery center. And this is going to prevent weeds, but it also allows water to drain through, which is very important for all your soils. And then I will put a two to three inch layer of wood chips down. Aesthetically, it makes your garden look great, but it's also soft on the feet and the back as you work inside the garden. I will, you know, discuss about the raised bed garden and my faithful listeners also know, like I'm talking about advantages, but they also know that I'm going to teach you and talk about the disadvantages too. Well, currently lumber costs quite a bit of money at this juncture. So for my smaller raised beds, I use the bottom pieces of wooden pallets. I, I found that the cross pieces on wood pallets are a little bit too thin, but the bottom pieces are thicker. So you got to go through quite a few of them. And the great thing is many places will give you the pallets for free. Yeah, you just ask around and many places are looking to get rid of the pallets and hey, you're the beneficiary of those pallets. Yeah, it's going to take you a little bit of time to take out all the nails. And I strongly recommend that you take the time to you know, get all the nails out of the wood. But it's perfectly good wood. And it's perfectly good wood for a raised bed. The next cost becomes the soil investment. And yes, I use it as an investment in future crops. Because once you put good soil into your raised beds and you yearly add amendments, it will always, you will always have great soil inside the raised beds, which in turn equals a great yield for your garden. And last, the most important thing I always speak about is harvest time. And don't forget to share your harvest with your family and friends. I love gardening and the peaceful time I spend inside the garden. Until next time, Enjoy life's adventure. You can follow all of my adventures online at joeyb.tv. That's J-O-E-Y-B-E dot TV. And a very special thank you to the men and women of our armed forces for keeping us free and for our police and firefighters for keeping us safe. May God bless America. Until next time, this is Joey B. Enjoy life's adventures.